0: Oh, sorry, Jeanette. I cut you off.
1: No, no, you—you're you, right, Jeanette. What you were gonna say is yes. You just did condone crime.
0: <laughs> okay, making sure.
2: But it's a big, but it's a big like retailer, so it's kind of victimless. No, it's a write-off.
1: Keep telling yourself that, friend.
2: <laughs> we weren't caught. Statue of limitations. Mm, take that, Kroger.
0: Okay, are we ready?
1: You ready, Aaron?
2: Wait. (coughs) (laughs) We've been waiting. Birdman?
3: We're getting situated. Situated. Oh, God.
0: Okay, Aaron's ready. All right, I'm gonna go. This is awful. I hate myself so much right now. All right. And we're back. Laughter the club tonight. We are joined by Jeff in Los Angeles, Jeanette, also of Los Angeles, Aaron of Memphis slash Mississippi now, I believe. And our special guest from post-post game is Allie of currently Tennessee and who knows what adventure awaits next. Hey guys.
3: Hi everybody. Hello.
0: So, Mother's Day, Sunday, it's coming, let's talk about moms. Allie's a mom, Jeanette's a mom, I'm a mom, we all have moms, Erin's wife's a mom, so I thought we could chat about good advice, bad advice moms have given, mom stories, they don't have to be all positive, they could be, not everybody has a great mom, just talk,
1: Jeff, you want to start? Alright, well I suppose I only have perspective uh, speaking on my mom as I don't have a significant other who is a mother, so um my mom is the most badass human I've ever met. That's actually she became a lawyer, what, 40 years ago or something like that. She'd be mad at me if I said that but, uh you know, where it's like, and, and even now, it's not exactly super easy for a female in that p- profession. But back then, it was all, pretty much all old white dudes, particularly in tax law. And, you know, consistently my entire life, I've just watched this woman be a total badass. And kind of s- stack up against everybody else. And then some. She's one of the best attorneys there is in what she does. So... Um so in addition to like just being a badass she's also just a total doofus and she has this ability to like like enjoy things even when like I would be stressing out and freak the hell out she's just kind of calm and just smiles She's like alright well we'll be fine we'll just figure it out and moves on and I don't know how she has this attitude I don't know how she's had that attitude her whole life and been successful in situations where a lot of times people think they need to be like aggressive, but she's just really sweet, but just a badass. So that's my Mother's Day, um, Mother's Day contribution for my mom.
0: <laughs> that's awesome! What a cool mom, Jeanette. You have a mom, and you are a mom. Do you have words of wisdom from your mom? And do you have words of wisdom to share that are yours?
2: Uh, I may just steal um, whatever my mom has told me along the way, which is, you know, in a situation where you are not the smartest, the prettiest, the fastest or whatever, you try to find the advantage that works for you because there's always a way to get an edge to be successful or to turn something in your favor so that's something that she has shown me and also she's the one that I inherited my pettiness from because she does not forget a slight a name anything like that uh for example one time it was we went grocery shopping it was me her and my son my son was about six and the cashier decided to get in an argument with her about some sort of a price and this is like modern times where everything is already scanned so I don't know why the cashier decided to pick a fight with her so my mom just like told her you know you're wrong you're wrong you're wrong and the lady was just like no so as we're walking out my mom notices that you know how sometimes they'll like leave certain items that are supposed to be like stockbacks you know, to run back that somebody was like, oh, I don't want this after all, right? So my mom notices a frozen pizza and she tells my son, go over there. So he kind of caused a little commotion and she took the frozen pizzas and she's like, this is for my pain and anguish. (laughs) (laughs) And my son, so whenever my mom tries to do like a morality story of doing what is right or wrong to my son, he will always remind her, but you took frozen pizzas from Food for Less that you didn't pay for. (laughs) So then she's like, she's like, and you ate them and you were satisfied. So what's your point? So, (laughs) so that's just an example of something um, that she does on occasion. And then, yeah, we sped out of that parking lot so fast, just in case someone decided to, you know, chase us over the pizzas. But uh, yeah, my mom, she is, incredibly fierce, incredibly funny, very resilient, and I love her a lot. And um, hopefully I get to match her in some of those intensities as, as a mom myself. And um, yeah, love her so, so, so damn much. Oh,
0: that's awesome.
2: Did I just- How about condone-
0: you, Aaron? Oh, sorry, Jeanette, I cut you off.
1: No, no, you, you, you're right, Jeanette. What you were gonna say is, yes, you just did condone crime.
2: Okay, making sure. But it's a big but it's a big like retailer, so it's kind of victimless. No, it's a write-off.
1: Keep telling yourself that, friend.
2: We weren't caught. Statue of limitations. Mm. Take that, Kroger. Oh my god.
1: Right. <laughs> so um Allie. <laughs>
4: Oh, wow, I got to follow that. Okay, I'll even spin it to even be a little bit more serious than, you know, committing crimes. But uh, my advice would be that people and friends will come and go significant others and boys will come and go but your mother will always be there through thick and thin. So I guess I can, I'm not ashamed to admit this, but I had my oldest at a very young age and was completely unprepared, and just had started a new career. Didn't know what I was gonna do with my life. The father didn't want anything to do with me or the child, but my mom always was there. She said, I am disappointed in your life decisions, but I will always be there and I will help you raise this baby. And sure enough, I was able to still be in the army and she was there helping me traveling back and forth because I was stationed three hours away. She'd meet me halfway. She would take him whenever I needed to stay long at work, whenever I needed to. She would watch him all weekends for me when I needed to go do field exercises. And she even watched him the entire time I was on deployment when I had to leave him when he was nine months old. So my advice to everybody is just never get up, give up on your mother because that is an unconditional love you will never get from anybody else.
0: Awesome. What about you, Erin? And you have Lydia with you, who is, who is a mom. Yeah, I am.
5: I am. Aaron has the best mom. He just needs to. uh, Are y'all giving advice? Uh,
3: I don't know. I'm just gonna talk about my mother, I suppose. (laughs) Um, Just talk about your mom. Yeah, no, my mom's mom's pretty dope. Um, Me and my mother are very close. Um, You could, Lydia would say that I am a mother's boy, Um, but uh, I don't know if I agree with that. But yeah, no, my mom's really great. She's very much herself which if you met me you wouldn't understand how my mother raised me as far as personality differences she's very uh (laughs) likable
5: she is (laughs) likable
3: well she is but she's also very like level all the time she's not like super goofy but she's not like super serious um I guess a good story, my my favorite story that I tell people whenever, like, oh, your mom's such so sweet and all this stuff. I'm like, yeah, but with with me and my sister, she was not, like, super sympathetic ever. Um, Like, for instance, when we were, I don't know, I was probably, like, five, so my sister was, like, seven. And our house used to, like, the driveway would go down kind of a hill. And my sister and I were racing down it, and we fell. And when, I, and when I tell you, like, my ears were bleeding, my face was bleeding, arms, knees, feet, everything. And me and my sister come running inside. And the first thing she does, you know, like most mothers would be like, oh, let me let me get a towel for you so I can at least get the blood off of you before you sit down. No, she went and got pictures so she could take pictures of us because she thought it was funny. <laughs> thought I, it was I like her.
2: She's, and she's
4: <laughs> like, oh,
3: on like social media occasionally me and my sister look like we just literally got into some horrific acts yeah she's snapping photos
0: jeff wants her number <laughs> <laughs> erin
3: yeah, yeah, no, how good. hard
2: how hard did you have to fight your mom so that photo wouldn't make it to your wedding collage <laughs>
5: he doesn't attention, though. it doesn't matter if it's negative or positive i do not love
3: attention he was like a, Ooh, I, a photo
5: of me <laughs> i like
3: to sit in this in the corner in the shadows i don't need attention um i just do this podcast you know just to help out
0: <laughs> that's why we all do it none of us likes attention
3: no of course not <laughs> attention's overrated. Oh, Lydia's found the picture.
5: Yes, I'm why, why don't you just
3: pull it up? so you...
5: oh,
1: Guys, nice. th- you, This is an audio medium.
3: Yeah, but y'all can see it and you can cut this part out.
0: Oh my God. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs>
3: I thought I was going to die. And my mother's chuckling.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Hold still. Let me get a shot of the blood on that side.
3: And then in between photos, she would be like, don't get that on the carpet.
0: <laughs> well, it stains. God.
3: Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that's my mother. She's a wonderful, wonderful woman. And uh, we're very, I'm very close with my mother, but yeah.
0: Awesome. My mom is amazing and wonderful and a lot of great things but like Jeanette said her mom is petty my mom is so petty and once you've burned her that's it or once you've burned one of her kids that's really it so the story that I thought of when Jeanette was um, talking about petty was I, a thousand years ago when I was 15 I had a boyfriend. Um, And it was like a normal high school boyfriend thing. Like we eventually we drifted apart. He graduated before I did. He went on his way. I went on my way and we just never, there was nothing dramatic. We just never talked again. So about probably three years ago now, he found me through another friend and got my phone number. And we talked on the phone one day for like two hours and just caught up on our lives. I told my mom, oh, God, I heard from Tony. And she was like, Tony, who? And I said, Tony, last name. And she said, I can't believe you talked to that scumbag and blah, blah, blah. And he broke up with you. We were 15. Like, yes, he did break up with me, but not in a weird or painful or dramatic way, just in a we're 15 and this is run its course way. Nope, she's still mad. <laughs> I wouldn't have taken his call. I hope he doesn't make this a habit. <laughs> like, okay. So, yeah, once you've burned my mom's kids, she's done with you forever. But she is awesome, and I do love her a lot. And if I called her right now and said I'm in trouble, she would drop everything. So, oh, that's $2 on me.
2: <laughs> is it your mom?
0: <laughs> <laughs> it I could sense you talking about... Me, yeah, so moms are great. So happy Mother's Day to all the moms and the stepmoms and the people who've been moms, foster parents, and oh, you know, dogs. Good, Dog now mom. I can give another comment about how unprofessional I am because I bring my animals and children on my podcast. So, wow. <laughs>
2: but this. But this is um, the stuff us moms deal with when we try to balance um,
0: Exactly.
2: real life, yeah. pod life, you know? This,
0: this is real life.
4: <laughs> spin a plate. That's all you're doing spin a plate.
0: <laughs> it's Claire. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Claire. Hi, Claire. Hi Claire. <laughs> oh, my whole family's here, including my ex husband. Who's
2: playing
0: obnoxious music?
5: to show me how I was made. <laughs>
0: oh god! Cut this out! Cut this out! What do you mean he wanted to show you? No, no not like that. <laughs> you
2: the
3: What's up guys? Give our sister podcast relegated FC a go. It's our soccer podcast dedicated to keeping you informed about the sport of soccer. Download, subscribe, rate, and review. Soccer in it.
0: Hey, uh, I relinquished control of this. Um, <laughs> moving on. New topic. Somebody who somebody else had a lopic. Uh,
1: oh, okay. Did, did Lydia
0: uh-huh. want to share a mom's story? Oh yeah. Or, or, L- yeah. Yeah, on Lid, her yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, by your mom or yourself or Aaron. If you want to say something wonderful and beautiful about Lydia, no pressure. Well.
5: Oh. Erin loves my mom for one. My mom and I are like sisters in a way. Like even growing up after she got divorced from my dad and like was a single woman, she and like went out and I was like, "Mm, your jeans and your top are a little too tight. Don't you want to like change out of something? I felt like I was always like in control of like her decisions, like in her moral being. And that's just kind of our relationship. I almost feel like the the adult sometimes, but she is extremely maternal and is definitely the reason why I think I'm so maternal in certain ways, almost to a fault, but she's wild. She drinks Keystone Lights. She's a good time. She speaks her mind. And in result, I'm much more, what would you say? Reserved. Reserved. Yeah. A little bit more reserved, but she's just <laughs> she's the definition of a pastor's daughter my grandfather's a pastor and she that's just where I'll leave my mother but she's a great woman great woman her
3: mother's a a wonderful woman
5: she is she's fun in high school she was the the mom all the like high school kids would want to like come hang out with because she would like sneak them like marble lights and like that type of stuff. And I is
3: getting, this is getting published.
5: Oh, oh yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we can cut that part too.
5: Yeah. Not, yeah. She, she, <laughs>
3: <of Marvel>. she
5: <laughs> would in her smoking days. Once the boys were 18 though, she oh, did okay. wait until we were 18.
3: How old but were like, your high school friends?
5: Whenever, like <laughs> I was, I guess some kids were 18 their senior year, but she was just always a fun mom. And like, It's not always cool to have the fun mom sometimes, I will say, so, but I love her. But definitely opposite of Aaron's mother, so.
1: So I I did have another lopic, but uh, I I did, I forgot one thing I wanted to uh, add about my mom because y'all get a kick out of it, which is like, you guys over the last year have known me particularly, like not so much the listeners, but the crew. I routinely complain about the fact that I have a broken ass. Like, my tailbone is fucked, and it, I can never sit right, right? It's from skateboarding. Guess who taught me to skateboard? Old Mammy was the first one who busted out a skateboard and got me, like, going down a hill when I was, like, four years old. And, you know, three decades later, I'm a broken son of a bitch, so I got her to thank for that. Um well,
3: you must have not been done a very good job if you broke your ass.
1: <laughs> okay. Aaron, you skateboard enough, you're gonna <clears throat> fall some. This motherfucker.
2: Just... <laughs> his wife is right there. <laughs> What's his <laughs>
1: <laughs> Anywho? Um my Lopic was um recently in the news. I don't know if y'all have heard, but There's a large chunk. uh, uh, Allie, you said 10 ton, I believe.
4: It's like a 10 ton piece of debris, but it's part of a Chinese rocket that's falling.
1: Yes, so so this chunk of a Chinese rocket is hurling towards the planet and will land somewhere, likely in the ocean, somewhere this weekend. But the question is, if you could specifically choose where that thing was landing. Jeff. Aaron, you go first.
3: Well, my answer—I don't want to be put on a podcast. <laughs> That's the point. Got
4: to smoke them out, Aaron. Mm-hmm. The Jeff's house.
3: Okay, I hope it lands in the ocean. However, if I'm being honest, I hope it lands on France.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Wrong. Okay. Well, I'll
1: All right, so Aaron hates the French. Um, Allie, what do you got?
4: So you remember, I think this was maybe a month or two ago when that ship blocked the Suez Canal and how much fun we had with that. How awesome would it be if that rocket fell the same way that that boat was stuck in the Suez Canal? And then we could just get jokes back and forth again between Crispy and Mark. I'm being selfish. I thought that was entertaining. But we had a lot of fun during those two weeks. I'd like to see that again.
1: So you want the space rocket to reblock the Suez Canal and then redestroy the global economy for a short basis,
3: Zagari. and also probably end up flooding that entire region. Yeah, it's everybody out of their house and home, you know. All right, cool. But Natalie like,
0: will enjoy so herself, out. and that's what this. Is I know about. that it, I, it's all about me. Yeah,
3: my, I mean, this is and a personal and my thing. My joy.
1: So. Um. All right, Pam. What do you got?
0: Um. That first idiot that I married, I want it to land right in his forehead, <laughs> like, if possible. And I'd like photographic evidence, please.
2: <laughs> like Happy Mother's
0: Day. It, yeah, on slow motion, like, er, uh, er, uh, indeed. Vivian, uh, hop in and tell Jeanette real quick. Thank you for sending me flowers.
2: You're welcome, and I'm glad you're feeling better.
0: We do. <laughs> Yeah, so a a terrible, mean thing for me to say, and then I'll buffer it with Vivian being sweet there.
2: (laughs) All
1: right, Jeanette?
2: When this uh, question was originally proposed, I automatically thought that it would be perfect for this debris to fall on Elon Musk's house. But then I researched and saw that he's selling all of his homes. He had four mansions in Los Angeles compiler. So apparently, he's somewhat homeless. So then choice B for me would be the uh, building where I work at. So then I cannot, so when the pandemic is over, I can't go back to work, got to be working from home. So uh, somewhere by the airport would be
5: great. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Perfect.
1: Lydia, what do you got?
5: Oh, I did not, not think of this. Um, what have you been doing? i i didn't yeah, think of
3: we've, we've been talking
5: i i, re, I really don't know my, my hopes is that it goes it goes in the ocean
3: she's been worried about this all week she yes. brought it up once a day she thinks it's going to hurl towards our home
5: yeah yes I, I truly 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 do um but i think probably towards my english teacher in high school who called me an idiot um
3: what about the woman that read your palm and said you're gonna die? Oh
5: yeah, same same woman. She read my palm and told me that I would live until I was sixty. Wait um,
1: wait wait! Your English teacher was a
3: palm reader
5: yeah, and told her she was gonna die allegedly. <laughs> and she she didn't tell me I was gonna die, but she said be very careful, and left it at that. Um, but yes, at her would be good. She scared quite a few children and. Um, I don't know how she still has a job, honestly. So that would just be a good, good removal of an educator that doesn't need to be an educator. So
1: okay, all right. Um, my answer here. Well, I was a little bit torn. It was either um, the Golden Dome at Notre Dame, uh, just just destroying all that bullshit um or like anything that austin rivers owns <laughs> Th- those were like kind of the two i was debating between Bad People, i can't stand austin rivers
3: he's just the worst he's a journeyman point guard why do you hate austin rivers he's just the
1: jeanette laughed because she hates him too she knows
2: it's just, it's just something about his name it's not about him personally it's his name no about it's
1: him. about him personally i i don't like the dude like i just i don't like him like i thought about chip kelly i thought about westbrook um you know i thought about some other you know
0: Chuck rudy
1: mar lago but you know i'm just i'm gonna settle i'm gonna settle on you know austin river's most expensive asset Hopefully, oh, yeah. it's a boat named after himself.
3: I feel like his most expensive assets himself. No,
0: I
4: mean technically with the Curry family because he kind of intertwined, like through brothers and sisters-in-law, hey, through the Curry, Curry family.
3: family. I can't stand the Curry family; they can go too. Oh come on now! <laughs> wow, <laughs> the Curry family is so lovely. No, no, they're not. Sonia is
4: a delight. Dell Curry is a gem and oh, a I
3: national the parents are perfectly good with me.
1: What, what do you Ooh. got about? What do you got against have,
3: Seth? Seth is my least favorite athlete that's ever played sports.
1: You say that about anybody that oh, like suits oh, your fancy. I, given the conversation,
4: I, he just has a vendetta against old Duke players, is what it seems like. Taking we'll
3: start, out Rivers,
4: taking I out stuff. Curry.
3: I, I I just don't, and I don't even mind. I don't even mind Seth that much, but it's just the fact that he. He's Steph's brother, so I don't like him.
1: This is racism.
3: <laughs> is it? <laughs> oh no. You said Austin Rivers. I yeah. said hurry, but it's racism when I say it. That's right. You also wanted I'm, to take out I'm, the French.
1: I'm from California. <laughs>
3: I have ancestry from France.
5: And might I add that he literally, we faced him with his mother earlier, and he said if we were to go to Europe, he would like to go to France. Yeah, I'd like to go to really
3: <laughs> places in France. I don't like the French though.
1: Well, you know, here's the thing about France. There's no. French people
3: there, you asshole. I want them. I want them to be like out of the way before I get there, so they don't bother me when I'm in France and seeing their things.
1: Here's the thing. Well, <laughs> in my in my limited limited experience in France. Um, it's not that the French are douchebags and I am going to generalize about a group of people here the Parisians <laughs> suck
2: yeah I-, I saw the last couple episodes of Sex in the City, I tend to agree with you there Jeff
0: <laughs> I flew on Air France once and they all take their shoes off and walk around the plane and like went into the airplane bathroom without shoes on
1: <laughs> absolutely not
0: yeah oh, they did and they woke us up at 2 a.m. to, like, get us, you know, get our bodies regulated, and they fed us beef stroganoff and orange juice at 2 a.m.
3: <laughs> those monsters.
0: There. See, I'm starting with to with Aaron. A He's bringing me around. What is the
1: best airline that you've ever been on?
5: I like Delta. Delta is the best. Delta. No, nah,
1: no. Nah, there is an obvious answer here. Korean Air, if you've ever been on Korean I, oh uh, my God! It is delightful.
3: Traveling on the American Southeast, you know, there's tons of Korean airline planes. Just
1: <laughs> well, I'm sorry, Aaron. I didn't know that you hadn't ventured farther than 50 miles away from where you born. I've
3: ventured there plenty of times. I just wouldn't have a reason to fly Air Korea.
1: Maybe you would.
2: Anybody want to steal a frozen pizza? <laughs>
1: okay so Ooh. anyway aaron what's your law pick
3: all right here's a little fun game i like to call what is something that you did this week that once you did it you were like shit that was stupid mm.
1: it's you want you want to start us like, off uh,
3: we have a where we're living right now is they're like in the middle of changing the water system so we have a filter on our house, like a water filter, and you have to change it. We haven't been here very long, so it was the first time I'd ever changed it. So I watched a YouTube video, and it was like, all right, turn off the water. Then, but before you turn off the water, fill up a bucket full of water so you can clean out the inside of the filter casing or whatever. And I was like, I don't, I don't need to do that. That's stupid. So I change it, and I go to so my like, I just go spray it off with the hose. I go spray it off. I go to spray it off with the hose, and Now, naturally, if you follow me back to the beginning of this story, um, then you will realize I turned off the water. So I couldn't spray it off with the hose. So I'm standing in my yard at night and it's very cold and I have no way to clean this and I can't put it back on obviously because it's dirty, but I can't turn my water back on. So then I just kind of, yeah. (laughs) You just
1: kind of what?
3: I I just put it back on. The filter no i put a new filter in i just put a new one in oh okay but i could have cleaned it and saved myself some money but i was stupid and i thought i was smarter than the guy in the youtube video moral of the story if you if, if you go to youtube for tutorials follow the tutorial <laughs> all right jeff tell me something stupid you did it didn't have to be this week just any time Oh, man. Accidentally showed up to Dunkin' Donuts with your nose strip still on your nose on the way to work.
1: I don't do many stupid things.
3: I highly doubt that.
1: Let me think here. Somebody else go. I got to think.
4: I have one. I have one, so I thought it was a genius idea. Check the weather. Need to patch some of these uh, holes in my yard, start planting some new grass, check the weather. Oh, there's a lot of rain coming. I'm going to lay down some really fresh grass seed should have checked the wind gusts uh, for the day. And it was like 75 degree w- or 75 mile per hour wind gusts, blew all my grass seed over to my neighbor's yard who never mows and he got arrested, you know, a couple months ago as well. So he definitely doesn't take care of his yard. So at least he's going to have nice grass. I'm glad I did all that effort to try to lay grass down for me when he's just going to have the nice grass. So lesson learned, check the wind gust.
3: It, it It beats my neighbor who didn't realize he had Bermuda grass and put a different kind of grass seed in his yard.
4: He put fescue.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, I think I've used like six or eight different types of seeds. I just get whatever I see the first time I go to Home Depot and just throw that shit out there.
3: <laughs> All right. Jeanette?
2: I admitted that my mom stole a frozen pizza from a Food for Less on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> As an act of love on Mother's Day,
4: (laughs) Kroger sponsor Jeanette and the podcast
2: gift cards for everybody.
0: (laughs) Um, a stupid thing that I did this week that after I did it, I said, "Hey, that's stupid." Um, I gave my ex husband the spare key to my house, and he just, as you guys saw, he lets himself in at will and brings her children traipsing through and um so yeah i have a spare key to his house and i'll return the favor another time <laughs> but i've done a lot of stupid things this week i also ate a bunch of reese's peanut butter cups for breakfast <laughs> thursday morning yeah and then i felt sick all the rest of thursday like really sick oh my. Good.
1: wait but, i got mine i got mine um The stupid thing I did this week was download the Reface app because drunk old Jeff last night started sending all of these ridiculous GIFs and videos of my face on other people's bodies, (laughs) and a lot of it was very, very disturbing, and I, I need to apologize to the group chat for that.
0: That Jeff Franklin one was scary. Oh it, aw- it oh it was it awesome. was
3: awesome that one was creepy <laughs> granted, I think it I think Jeff's face on anything would be creepy, but yeah,
1: no, not true. Pam, you can attest to me as Chris Cuomo. I was looking fly
0: that Chris Cuomo one. I was like, oh hey, let me go get in Jeff's dm's right quick. Hang on. <laughs> I'll be back,
3: Lydia. oh, what's something silly oh, you did this week? Just
0: eating ice cream um.
5: Um, mine would be going to Orange Theory today, which is very, very difficult for someone that hasn't worked out in a while. And then going to my walk with our neighbor, who's my only friend that I've made as a mother. She's a 61 year old woman um, that lives on the street from us. And she asks me to walk every day and I'm not going to say no to her. So I've walked a total of six and a half miles today. And I'm rewarding myself. So I think that was pretty dumb because my legs really hurt. So yeah, but can't say no to a new friend.
0: That's good though. Like, see, now you get a treat because you did all that work.
5: Yeah. I mean, working out is almost pointless for me because I get so hungry and then I just eat everything. So it's like Mm -hmm. almost better if I just don't do it, but you know, you can't
0: win. You just can't win. Understood.
3: Also, I don't know if y'all have had this ice cream.
0: This Ginny's. Ginny's
3: ice cream. This stuff is so good. Uh,
0: Hannah, Hannah Storm, I think, posted on her Twitter today, like one of her kids sent her a box with like six different flavors, and she said it was a like, best Thursday gift ever or something. Yeah. I haven't had it.
3: Isn't that the stuff that we got in the mail that one time? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how we got it the first time.
5: But they sell it here. too.
3: Yeah. Yeah, it's stupid good. So, Jenny's, if you would like to sponsor us, come on down.
2: They're also the ones that make that uh, onion bagel flavored ice cream, right? They
5: do make some weird flavors.
3: Probably. Unusual flavors. Yeah. Yes. Unusual, yeah. Lydia. We want them to sponsor us. It's oh, not weird. Oh,
5: sorry.
3: Unique.
2: Dis- distinct, unique, memorable, seasonal. Original? Yes, original. The names. who else has a lopic
0: Jeanette have you had a lopic yet tonight
2: uh, n- <laughs> no it kind of hard to believe but I do have one so I don't know if you guys got a chance to hear Jamil Hill on the Brockmeyer pod this week we kind of got to see a new side to her that she is someone that enjoys the nightlife going out to the clubs and drinking and hanging out with her friends and she told an amazing Uh, drunken story about how she you know she lost her ID or she thought she had lost her ID and retracing her steps in the process ended up scaling a barbed wire fence to get back into the establishment where she believed she left her ID so I wanted to ask you guys what is your most um, embarrassing or triumphant uh, drinking story who wants to go first?
1: Wait, what was the question? I Sorry, I just got back from peeing.
2: Your worst drinking or your most triumphant drinking story?
1: All right, I can go.
0: <laughs> Who didn't know that?
1: Um. So, I was 19 years old. I, um... was part of a class that, um went to Shanghai for a week. It's actually part of the class. Um must be nice fresh to
3: to college school.
1: Yeah, yeah. USC was a delightful place to be. And it was cheap too. So <laughs> um so I'm 19 years old. I'm in um yes, that is when I flew Air Korea, actually. We flew Air Korea to um seoul and then from there to shanghai and i'm telling you the people on air korea this is why it's great i mean it's lovely it's a nice place to be and everything but every human that works for them is the most beautiful human being you've ever seen in your life it it's insane it doesn't I mean it makes you feel like shit about yourself but you're just sitting there like why are you all so pretty anyway um i'm in Shanghai as a 19-year-old, and we have free reign of the city at night. Um, they just kind of let us go. And it's St. Patrick's Day, and I am at what I believe at the time was the only Irish pub in the city of Shanghai. Um, basically, every white person of every sort you could imagine that was in shanghai was all there so i mean there's like germans and irish and americans and everybody and i'm with a huge group of usc people and we run into a huge group of ucla students and we're hammered and we start getting into it with them and this is also one dollar irish car bomb night at this bar and Breaking the, like getting change back from the bar was often too big of a pain in the ass because we didn't really understand the currency. So you would just go give them whatever bill you had and say, give me this many car bombs and then kind of walk around. Everybody was just giving them out. So I remember very distinctly meeting this girl, Lauren, that night and was introduced to her for the first time probably smartest human being I've ever met. Um, and I'm like very impressed and everything. And I'm talking to her. And I remember very distinctly going, excuse me for one second. And I just walked into the corner of the bar, puked a bunch of Irish car bombs into the corner, walked back and say, all right, so where were we? And we ended up dating for six years. So, um, (sighs) That would be my best uh drunk story, I think.
3: I did not expect that to turn like that. Well, oh, yeah. What a twist.
1: Yeah, she ended up being the valedictorian and just like this crazy crazy unbelievably brilliant individual and that's how we met.
2: Wow. That has the potential of being like a very off the grid Hallmark movie. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's set in a foreign land it's two strangers making a connection we you know they might edit out that whole vomiting in the corner but yeah. there's something there that's like a lot of the hallmark movie like you know tropes are there right yeah. it's, so, it's, so there's a lot so, there yeah <laughs> so don't be surprised if they kind of someone listens to this and you see like inspired by true events <laughs> yeah
1: yeah if anybody listens to that listens to this and wants to make that movie uh, i retain my rights and please contact me for access there too
4: yeah tag candace cameron in it she does all the hallmark movies she can play the female all
1: right right, who's up next Oh, anybody. come on, you wusses. Here,
4: I'll go. I'll go fine. It's the only time I've ever been pulled over by a cop, too. So I was 20 and in college at App. And for those who don't know, Appalachian State was the college that had the football team that beat the University of Michigan on September 1st, 2007, 34 to 32 by a block field goal. But okay. I digress. <laughs> so I was at a, a sports theme party. It was like a 70s theme party. So I had the afro, the jersey, the short shorts the, uh, the high socks with the Converse's and I was supposed to be the designated driver. Well, turns out I didn't want to be the designated driver. So I started down in like two bottles of Boone's farm sangria and people had the bright idea at like two o'clock in the morning to go get Jimmy John's. So I said, Hey, I'm the one that drove here. Let's go do this. I can drive. I'm fine. Um, so yeah, me, two of my friends hopped in my Plymouth Breeze driving down downtown boone speed limit went from 35 to 20 i didn't slow down sure enough there was a cop right there pulled me over i'm freaking out i've never been pulled over before i'm clearly hammered i'm about to you know just ruin my life as a young you know whippersnapper in college so i get out i look absolutely ridiculous my friends are passed out already in the car i'm pretty sure one of them threw up in the front um so i go the cop has me sit in his passenger seat and we just start talking about why i'm looking ridiculous then we started talking about sports what was going on and the news whenever that point in time was and turns out i guess i persuaded him enough to show that i was not drunk that he just told me to slow down next time i didn't even get a warning or anything he just let me go completely i was hammered out
3: of my mind
0: The fact that you're lovely and in college and wearing short shorts had nothing to do with the fact that you got it. No, not at
4: all, not at all. President slipped me his number, (laughs) (laughs) but that's my story. That I didn't get a DWI on the only DWI on the only time I've ever been pulled over.
1: Well, this has been a very, um, you know, against the law podcast thus far. Um <laughs> yeah, who who else has a who else has a good drunky drunk story?
0: Mine also involves vomiting.
1: Oh, oh, let's hear it, Pammy.
0: So Dixie Chicken, College Station, Texas, when I was at Texas A M. Um, I was very intoxicated. I don't really remember much about the night. I know that I was there with my roommate who was not a big drinker and was very trustworthy and was looking out for me. I do remember going up to the bar at some point late in the night and asking for another pitcher. And when I went to get my ID out of my back pocket, I got sick. I vomited all over the bar, which it's very difficult to get anyone to serve you when you have vomited on their bar. Um, He took my ID away from me he read it over the, like, there's like a little section in the chicken where you can get food. He read it over their loudspeaker where they say, hey, Jeff, you're, you know, order 127's ready. Read my name and said, whoever brought this person here needs to come and get her because she is leaving. And if you don't come and get her, the police will. So um, my roommate had to come and get me, claim me and my ID from the bar and they walked me out and told me I was not welcome back, Um, which of course I was back, you know, within a couple days and they didn't care, but that was not a great night. And people talked about that for quite some time. Oh, I remember you. I know who you are. Fortunately, social media didn't exist then, nor did cell phones. So um, there's no proof that it
3: happened um so most of mine when i i I don't i haven't gotten like hammered in years but because when i did i would always get very easily agitated and so uh angry drunk prawn well that i that actually had more to do with with bourbon and things of that nature so which is why i like to stick to beer now but so most of my really drunk nights at some point had me either in a fight or almost a fight so i'll pick the funny one so it in oxford they there's this bar that every wednesday they do a thing called flip night where you order a drink and they flip a coin and if you call it you get it free and so I was there, and there was this guy that was sitting there, and I was getting my drink, and he, like, these douchey dudes were just, like, talking, like, mad. Nah, well, you can bleep it out. Shit to him. Are, are we allowed to cuss on this thing now that we're... Yeah, we can yeah, we- fucking cuss. Okay. Yeah. I want sure. not the rules. Um. And they were just talking so much shit to him. And he was just sitting there and I felt bad for him. And so I was like, hey, man, look, if they give you any issues or try to start anything like bump me. I don't know. You don't know me, but I don't want, you know, I'm not going to let somebody get jumped. And he was like, I appreciate that, man. And so anyway, night goes off, the bar's closed and nothing's gone on. So we're walking outside and this dude goes, hey, man, I might need some help. And I was like, all right. And he had, like, he looked like a, a, you know, a very quiet, shy, almost like a a bookworm y type of dude. And he had a hoodie on. All of a sudden, he takes off his hoodie. That man does not have an inch of uninked skin from his neck all the way down to his hands and everywhere. And he just grabs one of these dudes and just decks him. And so I'm sitting there like, oh, shit what have i gotten myself into so i'm like standing off to the side and i like turn around to tell my buddy I'm "Like, all right hang, hang on just one second i might need to like help in some way shape or form and i turn back around and i see some dude like jump on his back and so i'm like all right i'm gonna have to go get this guy off of his back so right about the time that i'm about to remove this man from this young fellow's back he flips him over his shoulder and it's a police officer and so i'm like Ugh nope 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 and I had I didn't even do anything but I just knew that if I was there with my luck I was going to end up in jail so I literally ran and campus is like two miles away I ran all the way to campus hammered and threw up all night so that's my story
0: before we finish up because we've been going a long time whoever edits this I'm sorry um Jeanette do you have a any time I did I seriously doubt you have a I drank too much story
2: so it was um underage drinking at my house so <gasps> it was uh you know a couple friends over and we used to have this really old ratty refrigerator where it had a door where that's where you kept all your condiments and then the bigger door to open the whole refrigerator. But the little door, we never used it because it was missing the screw that held it in place. So if you opened it, the whole door would fly off. (laughs) So when I invited my friends over, I told them, don't use the little door if you need anything out of the fridge, use the big pool for the big door. So one of my friends who was like super under the influence She pulled the little door and she started crying because she thought she broke the refrigerator. She's like, your mom is going to make me pay and I don't have any money. And then she was just like, where are your tools? Do you have tools so I can fix this? And when I showed her how easily it popped into place, she almost like had a heart attack because she just thought it was like, bring out a hammer and like a welding kit or something. She was just completely apoplectic. And then she's like, I'm never drinking again. And I think that lasted for about four weeks. So then it was like, nobody's ever allowed to come back to my house ever again. And that was it.
3: Four weeks is a a good amount of time though. That's impressive.
2: No, because then there was a different occasion where she came back and we were drinking and she broke my coffee table. <laughs> Great. It was what, it was a glass one, and she was like, oh, I'm going to sit back, and she put her foot through the table, and the glass went everywhere. It didn't cut or anything, thank God, but it just broke the table, so all we had was like the frame of the coffee table and no glass, so my mom came home she was just like you should have just thrown everything out she's like there's no point to just leaving the frame there
0: maybe you were hoping she wouldn't notice
2: it's glass it's kind of see-through i don't know love <laughs> you mom and you, and you guys wonder why she stole the frozen pizza
0: <sighs> and that
3: i, I was about after to say
0: the club happy mother's day moms we're drunk criminals
3: but we love you. We'll do better next year. That's <laughs> am so great about mothers. If my mother heard this, she would be mortified.
0: Oh God, mine would. Be, uh, yeah,
3: no. Uh, I
1: I never let I never let her listen to the pod. But love you, mom.
3: One time I got really drunk and was throwing up in a shoebox, and Lydia kicked me in the head. Oh <laughs> <shoebox>. <laughs> Must have been a nice oh, shoebox. There was nothing even in the shoebox. It was an empty shoebox, and I just—it was better than carpet.
5: I almost broke up with him that night. We <gasps> only been dating for two weeks, and I was like, I don't really have time for all this. But he—it was my long
3: initiation long night to my fraternity. To
5: make up for it, he, he took me to McDonald's breakfast the next day. So Aww. that well. also should have been a sign that hmm.
3: I needed some greasy food. <laughs> <laughs> I did not feel well.
0: <laughs>
4: Them gravy biscuits are fire, though.
0: That bacon, egg, and cheese. Oh.
3: My f- my freshman year, I used to only drink liquor. What
0: else did you do on your way back to that, in the
5: shoebox?
3: Nothing. Um.
5: <laughs>
3: there was an individual who I didn't like, and I, I was like, "Watch this!" And I thought I was just gonna like elbow his car really hard, and I knocked out his whole back windshield. Oh, my God. And I took off running Bean too. Getting
0: better and better. <laughs> yeah, y'all really
5: are getting on this whole bring the little thing tonight. Bad, 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 bad.
0: Nobody loves you as much as your mom does.